and welcome to the All Waltz Art Podcast with your host, Michael Worth. And Paul Ramey. What's up? We said that backwards. I wonder how many people caught that. Grab a comfy chair, pour your favorite beverage, and enjoy the show. Today we are drinking Old Smoky Moonshine and a little bit of Macallan, 12-year-old. I know it's not very old, but I wanted to start Paul Young. <laughs> wow, that's just, there's a lot it of time packed south, there. It went south, didn't it? It went south. I want you to try the 12-year-old because we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's it's really important because a lot of folks, they, they get a hold of some whiskey and they realize it's not what they expected it to be. And it's... Have I had this before? We have not had this before. Uh, no, we've it's Glenfiddich it. that I really like that we have. Yes, yeah, it was an it was an eighteen year old. So try to remember that one if you can remember it. Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday, Mike. On the show today, though, I want to talk about the perception of art in homes and offices, and kind of where we are today. I think as a society. Uh, be very opinionated in this episode, I know, but why stop now, right? Right. So first off, let's try this old Smoky Moons Moonshine because we're it's a first. it's a yeah it's a popular company based in uh, Tennessee, and they've mass produced a, a moonshine kind of liquor that they can sell. Uh, I don't know what the percentage is. I haven't really looked into it too much. I and, got a uh, jar of their pickles at home. Oh, you we'll, do? Yeah, we'll bring it in for. A, I haven't opened them yet. We'll try them on live okay. on the air. All right. They're cool. in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is only 40 proof, so it's not real strong. It's it's made for sipping, really. But uh, give out a taste, because I'm curious what you, you think. You want me to down it, or you want me to sip it? Just, just take a sip of it. You don't have to drink all of it. It's up to you. It's not very strong. I, oh, that's fucking terrible. That's what I thought. <laughs> I hate to say that. I mean, you know, of, of all the shows we've ever done. Why? Why is this? I, I don't know why it's so bad. It Like, it at first, it tastes, oh, this is... I mean, we're never getting a sponsorship from them, clearly. But I've heard that the pickle shit I got just as bad, but I look forward to trying it. Um, it starts, it hits you like a weak Jolly Rancher for a second. Like, yeah. oh, this is, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, you're, it, it lulls you into a false sense of not sucking. Yeah, it's awful. Absolutely awful. And if anybody's listening, they know that I like a <laughs> lot of different drinks that most people just don't like, right? That's terrible. And... I drank this the other day. It's almost like putting perfume in your mouth. It's just really awful. It, there's something I think, wrong with I it. I think we're going to fight. I think I'm going to fight you right now for making me drink that. That's it, how bad it I, is. I got to finish it because I don't want to waste it. But I don't even know what you'd mix that with to make that not suck. The drain. <laughs> mix it with the drain. You just pour it down the drain. For it to taste like rubbing alcohol would be better than what that is. I think so, too. But I got water here, so we can... Uh, Cleanse our palate? Yes. Oh, get, okay. get that shit out of your mouth. I'm not being mean when I say this is awful. And and I am going to tie this in with art, I promise. I promise. Because I, I, I feel like this is a good entrance to what we're talking about here you know art is various types of art conjure up different emotions right and even performances by musicians you know you can go to a concert of a band that you absolutely love and realize that wasn't that great live and you can buy their albums and think it's wonderful and you perceive their art in a way. And I'm going to to start with music for a second this way because I think it's important in modern society we have completely abandoned the theater experience, I think, you know, I know there's people that go, I know that, but yeah, I got a lot about, of friends that just went and seen wicked. Right. I'm a just, lot of I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking in terms of like popularity, right? The masses. I think if you would talk to the masses, they would, they would say they haven't been to the theater in years. Right. And I know, I know wicked's out right now and it's kind of, kind of a new thing, but the, the TV replaced your typical performance type stuff. Uh, music wise, 
you know, people often listen to their music through earbuds, right? And you just don't get the same experience. And like with this whiskey, you know, you look at it and you think, well, it's packaged well. It's packaged like moonshine. You know, it's got the quart or pint, whatever, uh, jar. They added food coloring to it to make it look watermelony. I I don't know, but... uh, you know, they wrap it. They, they've got a really good reputation. I know that, but somebody probably likes it though. Obviously, yeah, yeah. they still sell it. It tastes yeah. good to somebody. It, it, yeah, exactly. And, and that's, those that's should, my point. Those somebody should be killed because <laughs> they can't be trusted. Well, I think the point here is that, you know, not all art is for everyone. And that's kind of the, the point here. Right. That's you okay. Know? That's why you got extreme metal and you got bluegrass yeah, exactly. and you got all this things hit different people in different ways. That's wonderful. Yeah. But has it fallen out of importance, I guess, is the question. Is it is it no longer relevant? Well, as you talk about the theater, it's you're still doing, schools still do a lot of theater, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy high school theater. I love it. I got to see Really? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't got, know that. I got to see my um, my stepdaughter in a, in a um, play um, last fall. Yeah. It was a... It was a Wizard of Oz meets, um, oh, what's Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. It was like a mashup of that. It was really interesting. That is neat. Um, I remember seeing Little Shop of Horrors. Um, also at, high school? At, at high school and yeah. at um, the Majestic when it was a professional um, production. I really enjoy that. But it's not something, it's an event. It's like going to a concert. You don't go to a concert every day or every evening. Mm-hmm. It's something you do once a week. Maybe. Is it the novelty of it now then that makes it so wonderful? I don't think it's novelty. I think it's the, it's the, it's happening right there. And and it's never, what you're seeing is never going to be replicated. I like, that's what I like about it. I I think that's interesting. And especially in, in high school theater, they're unprofessional, but they're, they're doing their best. And, and you can see glimpses of, of brilliance in there. And you can see glimpses of somebody that if they wanted to do that as a, as a profession, maybe mm-hmm. they could, and you see other ones that they're never going to be in a play again. But it's, right, right. but it's, it's real and it's, it's raw, and I like that. And if something goes wrong, somebody messes up their line, how everybody's going to react to that, and how, how that unfolds right yeah. in front of you. That's, it's like real life. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it's uh, it, it's scripted, yes, but at the same time, it's. It's the same thing that makes live live TV entertaining. Exactly, exactly. And, and as an artist, it's pretty pure because they're up there and they're laying it all out. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy that. But theater isn't once television or radio became a way to reach more people at once. Theater is never going to be the main way that you get your information or yeah. you get your satire or you right. get your your entertainment. But does say something about that medium that here we are however many hundreds of years later right. we're still we're still we, going yeah we yeah. still do the theater yeah that's pretty cool and then you got some of like one of the bigger ones i seen at the majestic on the little shop of horrors they also had the whole orchestra i mean they had live oh, really orchestra there and they got i love that you know because it's so much more powerful when you have live music right. like that and it's everybody working together i mean what's more artistic than all yeah. that yeah so I, I don't, I'm pretty sure I disagreed with whatever your question was, but I can't remember what your question was. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much a question as a statement. I think we, as a society, modern society, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this with, uh, your routine, your daily routine. You know, <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, 
you know, I remember as a kid, dad would grab the newspaper and read it and he'd get in a bad mood over the news and stuff like that. Or he would, uh, you know, just kind of read it, move on and that sort of thing. But in, in, in modern days, I think, you know, our cell phones have taken place of that. You know, you wake up in the morning, one of the first things you do, you reach over, you oh. turn your alarm off and you look at your phone because your alarm, most of us, a lot of us, I should say, our alarm is our phone, right? And we start our days. You start looking at your texts. You start looking at emails, maybe. You start, I mean, you just really bombard yourself with this overwhelming need to get information that pertains to you. Everything is self-centered, eh, right? No. You don't think so? I don't think it's, it's, it's good information pertains to you. I think you're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, yeah, a little with, bit of both, I with, guess. With, yeah. You know, what's, what's happened? What's happened yeah. while I've been asleep? What's going on? Oh, look at this. Yeah. Look at this cat meme. That's pretty funny. I'm starting my day. I, I spend. Yeah, I probably said that wrong, but it's where I'm trying to go with this. I don't want to, I don't want to derail it and hold your thought. I, I just feel, I, <laughs> I feel like we really get into a place where we've, we've let this little device and I, I don't want this to be a, a show where we pick on the phone and technology and shit like that. Cause I like it. But if you start reading the comments, it's really easy to realize we live in a, I mean, there might be 7 billion people on this planet, but I don't think there's 3 billion that are educated enough to even be online. <laughs> Right. Humans are garbage. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> or we're all shit, you know, <laughs> and bringing this back to the art, we all have our own version of self-expression. You can tell that by reading the comments. There's just opinions on everything. Right. And mm -hmm. we're doing it on this show, too. There's an opinion uh, that I'm trying to throw out there. Back to the old Smokey here. This this has a terrible flavor to us. And it's, it's honestly one of the first alcohols I've ever had that I just don't like. I will never buy it again. Right. I mean, like ever. I hope the wife doesn't either. <laughs> but this next one that we're getting ready to take into, it's a double cask. It's called the Macallan. Uh, for anybody, it's a scotch. For anybody who doesn't know, it's a, it's a delicious, delicious scotch. It's very descriptive in the box. It, it is. Um, and this is only 12 years old. So it's kind of a young, it's a young scotch. Scotch. Uh, <laughs> For me, I kind of like 18 years and up. Now, on, on that same token, though, uh, like my Highland Park, I, I really like Highland Park whiskey. It's always 12, but that's what I mix with my Drambuie for rusty nails, right? So we're drinking this neat. and uh, I wanna, I wanna, You gave yourself more than you gave me. Of course I did. So, because I like it. And, and if you want more, I will give you more. But um, How much is this, McCallum? Is it expensive? No, this isn't. the The twelve year old isn't. The I, box is very makes it sound like this should be the best shit I've ever tasted it, in my it, life. I really like it. I like the descriptions in the box. On the yeah, box. yeah, it's it's a. I'm gonna piss a few people off here, but it's it's an easy drinking scotch. It's kind of what a lot of us. I'm gonna say it out loud. I don't want to lose listeners over this, but this kind of a woman scotch. You're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like it's it's popular yeah. among the women is what I'm trying to tell you. Well, that, you know? that's it, that's what you should have said. Yeah, it's a woman, Scott. It, it is. It's it's an easy drinking, lighter flavor, oh, yeah. not very peaty. Man, I had a burn in the nose. Yeah, it needs to. It, it's a it's a slap me in the face kind of drink. I mean, yeah. it's you know, and we're drinking it neat. There's no ice. There's you know nothing added. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's room temperature. It is neat. It's fantastically neat. I don't hate it. You don't hate it, really. What uh, what flavors are you getting out of it? Nothing that the box said. Really? 
No, it tastes like uh, oak wood to me a little bit. Yeah. That's what I'm tasting. You can taste the oak then. Okay. That's good. Is there oak in it? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'm getting a little centrous, but I think that's just because the box said I should. Yeah, I yeah think it's in point. your head. Yeah. I didn't know it said oak, but. Yeah, you can, you know, your, your, your sense of smell is 75% of your taste, really. So. There is a little bit of a centrous thing there. Very, very slight. Yeah. But it's very oaky to yeah. me. It is single malt. It's not blended whiskey like, like a lot of other scotches. What do you think? I don't know. You're just. Making- I'm, I'm waiting until I can have a minute to drink. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid because you just keep going back at it like you're. Well, go ahead because sure. I want to touch touch back on this whole phone thing. I think one of the problems is when we when we get up. You know, I got two phones. I got my my work phone and I got my my regular phone, and I mm-hmm. I like to go through Facebook and I like to go through work emails, and I spend about twelve twelve minutes before I get out of bed just kind of catching up, seeing mm-hmm. if there's anything going on, and looking if there was any messages. And I think I'm just trying to see what's what's going on, what I'm walking into, both in life and, and for work. But I think the problem is, especially when you're scrolling through Facebook, is the algorithm has gotten so pinpoint that you don't see things that you don't want to see as much. And to me, I think that's the most important thing. I mm-hmm. think it's important that I get an ad for something that I didn't, that I might not be into. I think it's important that I see a news story that I might not care about so I can learn about some things that's going on in the world Mm -hmm. instead of just about what I'm interested in. Same way with art, just because I like, you know, uh, what Frank Branzetta, kind of that hyper realistic looking type stuff or fantasy art. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it would be nice to see some stuff that's not in my wheelhouse and stuff that I'm not ordinarily interested in. Same way with music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm obviously in the metal and and uh, rock, but it's nice if if you hear a song or something that, from some genre or some artist that you'd never heard before, and you're just not going to get that anymore as they try to pinpoint and target you with stuff mm-hmm. that you like. And to me, I think that has hurt the. I think that hurts art in general. I think that hurts society in general. I think that. There's other opinions out there besides mine, and there's other things out there to like besides what I like. Now that now that Facebook and Google has heard us talk and knows that we don't like this old Smokey, then they should try to um, target us with other things. Mm-hmm. You know, we we like this Macallan, or or I like that Screwball. But the thing is, maybe old Smokey has something that we didn't know they made that we might want to try, and we're never going to see that because of these. The internet and the, right, the right. algorithms is targeting right. us so much, and I think it it we have to expose ourselves to art and things that we don't necessarily like to see if there's anything that we can use to grow to mm-hmm. push ourselves. So, so, I think we both agree that you know, anytime you get online, you're seeing a form of art. You know, in some respect, it's not all just shit thrown at you, right? You, right. Yeah, you're reading the news and stuff, but there's there's photos involved, there's writing involved, there's art involved, right? Kind of where I wanted to drive us into this and bring it home bring it is, home, baby. have you seen the ad, the sponsored ad that keeps rolling through all the social media sites like Instagram, Facebook, and all of them that says this tool writes for you and it's got like his dude with earbuds in, he's sitting in his car. There's been a joke about it that you know, he's, he's the tool, <laughs> but um, it's actually AI 
that is writing for you, right? You give it kind of the, the synopsis, right? And it just writes your article. It writes your headlines. It writes your target. Your, you know, it just, wow. and it's like, okay. So the next step in art is AI is going to do it. Now I've reached recently watched a video. Uh, Marquez Brownlee did a thing uh, on YouTube where it was, uh, you, you basically let the AI know what you want a picture of and it makes art. Like you can say astronaut on a horse and it paints an astronaut on a horse. I want to see that. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Look at Marquez Brownlee and, uh, you'll see it. It's, it is, it's scary. You know, no, I'm going to, I'm not going to kid you. A lot of it is just clip art, right? It's just, it pops up at you like, oh, okay, well there's, I get it. It's like clip art. Sometimes it tries to make art. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. It, it probably is an evolution of the arts. And I don't think we're ever going to lose the tradition of someone creating art. You know, you're, you're going to have painters. You're going to have sculptors. You're going to have people who make music. You're going to have writers. You're going to have uh, people who perform, you know, just actors. And, and you're just going to have that. And the more that I, I sit here and think about it, it's like, what, where's the importance of the art, though? You know, I, I almost feel like I'm living in the wrong age a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know, the more I paint in this studio, the more I start realizing I don't need the social engagement online. I need people. You know, I need to be in front of people. I need, I need to see you on these Sundays. I need, to, I need to go. I've been going down to the bar on uh, Sunday evenings a lot of times to just draw uh, in my sketchbook and stuff. There's something very therapeutic for me, shutting the door, putting the, the lab jacket on so I don't get paint all over myself, and I just paint. And I forgot what that felt like over the last couple of years because I don't do it enough. Right. And now that I'm in a mad rush to get a whole bunch of shit done, right. I'm constantly working. Um, and I like it. I spend about four hours a day at the easel right now. and. You know, I was getting about nine hours a week before, and I'm, I'm literally four hours a day, seven days a week minimum on top of the regular 40-hour-a-week job and all the other, you know, nonsense we put up with. But I thought about today's topic a little bit and how that relates, and, and I wanted to try two different whiskeys. You know, I wanted, I wanted to show, I did taste this, I, I, you know, letting the, the bat out of the cave here. Um, I knew it tastes like shit to me and I knew that I liked McAllen. So the point that I was trying to get across here in this show and, and I'm trying to get into everybody's heads. Who's, who's listening. Everyone's head who is listening. What I like isn't necessarily what you like and what you like isn't necessarily what I like, but the importance of the art in general is what's important. And I know that's a very ambiguous way of saying it, mm -hmm. but you know, how important is art in your home? How important is art in your house? And it, it doesn't have to be just the picture hanging on the wall or the painting hanging in the living room or the photograph you took of your kids playing in the backyard. It, it's more than that. It's what does that particular piece represent? You know, stop looking at art as just art. Because it's not a commodity, right? Going to that gallery 
isn't a series of commodities. And this is why I want to look back a little bit on the waking up and looking at your phone right away. We're bombarded with images. Mm-hmm. That's a commodity. We start reading the shit. That's a commodity. You start reading all the, the bullshit journalism. That's a commodity. They're trying to get our attention. They're trying to make us absorb content. The painting you did, the music you wrote, the, the play you went to, all these other things, they're not commodities. And I don't even, I, I stretch to call it art even. I almost start to hate the word art, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's be more specific. It's a painting. It's a photograph. It's a play, right? That means so much more to me than just saying, I'm loving the art. Because the art is just the byproduct of somebody putting their soul into something. I know I'm getting a little bit deep here, but this is kind of where I see it, right? And I feel like as a society, when we start letting AI dictate what art is, we've totally fucked up. It's a neat toy. Mm -hmm. It's a neat alternative to creating something, but we're creating content at that point. We're only creating an image because we wanted something else to do. It's like the purest form of laziness to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, and it's, but what it, about the guy that created this, the AI and, and taught it and the art that went into? That's the crazy this. part, though. Eventually, the AI teaches itself. Have you heard about the two, two AI uh, robots that started talking in their own language and they had to shut them down? No. no yeah, that, that, it might be... I read it on Facebook, so it's probably not real. But you know, you get what I'm saying, though, right? So thinking about Old Smokey and McAllen, right? They're clearly two different kinds oh, yeah. of of drinks. Mix them together. Oh fuck no, that would be awful. I could not do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to McAllen. But there's a definite flavor difference, and I wouldn't call either one art. That's not what I'm getting at here. But this, it's 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 good to somebody. Right. And that's okay. Is it? Yeah, it is. I don't, I don't really care if you like it or not. You know, it's not my gig. This for me is good. This puts me in a place where my memory goes a certain direction. My thoughts go a certain direction. My, my overall senses are awakened by something different. Whereas this just tastes like something, you know, a bunch of frat girls would enjoy. I don't know. Is that, frat is that, girls. I yeah. don't think frat girls. There's no taste. It don't even. It's not even like. It makes me miss Zima. I don't know. There's I don't no know. redeeming quality. I don't know. How I, I asked. I asked on um, Twitter how important art is in your home or office. You know, on your walls and stuff. And I didn't get a lot of traction on it. But but overwhelmingly, everybody, everybody who did vote said important. Right? It was not important. It's uh, slightly important, it's important, or it's my home as a gallery. Those were the four choices. <laughs> and overwhelmingly, everybody said important. And there... Well, that stock picture of a, of a house on a hill, it breaks up the, sterili- the sterility. Is sterility? That is that a the, word? Yeah, the sterility. sterility. I get what you're saying, yeah. The house, uh, of the a, house is Of cold. a doctor's office. Right, right. Or something. Yeah. You know, so... I, I get that too, but you know, I have a painting of Darth Vader hanging up in my house. Do you really? Know. Didn't know that. It's not a, like a. It's from a store. I got it as a Christmas gift, well, but it okay. looks like a. It, it looks. 
No, what I'm saying is it looks like a, it's not a painting, but it looks yeah, like it's on yeah. canvas. You need my Mandalorian. That's the yeah, one you need cool. to go with it, you know, because it is not from a store. That's true. <laughs> but it was a gift. But I mean, it's. Are you saying I, you want me to gift it to you, the Mandalorian? <laughs> I'll take anything you give me. We got to get a, we got to get the Morton Joe frame. I know. I um, know. But the, uh, and, mm-hmm. But no one mm-hmm. cares if a robot made that. A lot of this general kind of, which I consider to be clip art, like you go to Bob Evans and there's a little boy in a cowboy hat and there's all this different stuff. And So is it not art? No, I'm not saying it's art. Uh, it's not art, but it's to me it's like Muzak. It's like yes. it's elevator music that you're yes. listening to. It's got its place. It's content. Yeah. And it's there. That's my point. And it breaks up the monotony, but it's... It's not, it's not like what I'm trying to get at in this show. And I'm real, I'm reaching, I'm reaching. I mean, I had this in the back of my yeah. mind. It's like a little grain of salt in the back of my head that's saying, how can we get the listener to think of this as you are not creating content? You're creating something that is valuable. And this is so hard for me to put into words because I'm not trying to say one's better than the other, but I am right. When you open your phone in the morning, and you scroll through the content, mm-hmm. you're automatically starting to put yourself in the mindset that that's more important than the painting in your living room or the theater you might go to later or what. It, I mean, there's a reason you got to put your goddamn phone away when you go into a theater, right? It doesn't exist there. It should not exist there. It's not important. Whatever somebody has to tell you on Twitter is not nearly as important as watching that performance of that actor. True. Because that'll never happen again. Right. Live. Speaking of which, did you watch Obi-Wan Kenobi? I sure did. Both episodes. Did you know the little girl? She looks like Liliana Mormont from... Uh, the little red... She got red dye in her hair and everything. You know what I'm talking about? Huh. Not... 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 I don't want to say her name. Um, but the, when he goes to that other planet to go save the other little girl... There was a little girl that sold him this oh, yeah, bottle yeah. of shit. Yeah. Right? That's Ewan McGregor's daughter in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I and I just had to throw that in there because it was it was something I wanted to do. So I mean I mean <laughs> we can talk about that without giving it away, but did, did you th- I mean I realize that he, this is ten years after and he's been kind of just chilling. Yeah. But I felt like his 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 fighting was terrible. I mean He's rusty. It, I, do you really get that rusty when you're that bad of a Jedi? Yeah, I don't know. It kind of took me out of yeah, it a little it's bit. It's like the Force wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it will. It's six episodes, I think. did yeah. the same thing to me. I kind of That bothered me a little bit. I wanted him to I was just like, Jeez, he's a bitch. Whip, yeah, I wanted him to really whip ass. You know, and just. He's know. been just work, being a factory worker for 10 <laughs> years. And he's yeah. just kind of. <laughs> right. I get that it. That did hit home a little bit to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Groundhog day for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, do you get what I'm getting at here? It's like, you know, and I, I wanted to bring in Obi-Wan Kenobi only because uh, it made me think of the uh, uh, Sir Arthur Guinness, or not Arthur Guinness. What's Alex? Alex. Alex, Alex yeah. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Uh, he was a theater performer that they hired to play that part originally in, in episode four. And, um, you know, there were some, there were some people that really kind of got irritated about the fact that they took a, a, such a theatrical actor and put him in a part that was silly. You know, I mean, this 
think about it like this in, in the seventies, when that was coming out, it was like space balls to us. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like, this is stupid. What are they going to do with this? And it's turned into this gigantic, you know, it's larger than life machine of, of, uh, marketing and everything else, you know, but the acting is still really interesting to me. The, the, the character arcs and stuff. I, I just really dig it. Are they just creating content today or are we just constantly regurgitating content? And I don't think all the time. I don't think we are all the time. I know I'm answering my own question here for you, but it, it's important to, to really think about your place as a, your role as an artist, mm -hmm. you know, as a creator, not a content person, but a creator. You know, when I do YouTube, yes, it's me trying to create content. When I do blog posts or these, even these uh, podcasts, a lot of it, this is not performance art, right? We're trying to create content that makes you think. And hopefully the content's got more value to it than just your typical scrolling nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if it does. If it does, you got to let me know because I'm, I'm really feeling the urge to, uh, um, looking for the right word here, looking for the urge to find a reason to completely change the show <laughs> <laughs> into something else. But, you know, I don't want to do that because I, I think, I don't know. I'm having an epiphany at this moment. You know, it's one of those things where, I look back and I go, all walks of art, what are we trying to say? You know, are, are we really just two artists walking into a bar and having a discussion about art? Because what is art? What is the answer to that? There is no answer. Art is what art is in the, is not up to us. It's up to the consumer, to the lover, to the, uh, to the, the 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 looker, the listener, they decide what art is. Whether it's a lump of coal that's been put on a marble um, uh, coaster mm -hmm. and they took a picture of it, that's art to somebody. If it's a song that somebody wrote on a acoustic guitar with two strings and but they got the emotion through and somebody else connects with it, that's what makes it art. It's, it's it's like you say, you're creating something and then you put it out there and it's really not up it's not really up to us to decide if it if what we put out there is art. It's we're we're trying to do art. We're trying to create art. That's mm -hmm. our goal. That's what we're that's the end result of our passion and the things that we do. But ultimately it's up to somebody else that don't know jack fuck about art or how, what it takes to look at it and give it valid, validity and say, yeah, that's, that's art. I want that. I, I want that. That's, that speaks to me. That hits me in a certain way. Mm -hmm. I look at this and it reminds me of, of something. It's nostalgic or it's, it's visceral. It's all these things. I mean, really there's as, as an artist, you just create. Because that's what you've been called to do, and and you would rather do anything else in the world, really, because anything else in the world would <laughs> would be easier and and less stressful, and yeah. anything you do with your time is going to make you more money for the most part. But but you're called, you have to create, you have to do something, you have to make your mark, and that's what you're doing. And once you do that, it's. It's up to somebody else to decide what it is and, and what it's worth and, and what it means to somebody. 
it's not yours anymore. Once you create something, that's the thing. It's not yours anymore. It's somebody else's. You made me think of something when you said that. Oh, yeah. Well, um, that's what I do. I'm very uh, insightful human being. I'm, <laughs> I'm reading uh, a book by... Um, damn it. It's, it's a book called, on tape, it, isn't it? it? <laughs> no. It's called The Practice. And, and God, everything's just... I don't, I don't want to lose my page. I'll, I'll get back to who, who did it. Um, but in the beginning, there's, there's this part number two that says, uh, the pattern and the practice. And it basically goes on to say, you know, we're, we're part of an industrial economy, right? And, and I'm going to paraphrase a lot and I'm not going to, I'm not going to read over this a lot, but I don't really know how to express this in, in any other way other than saying, you know, a lot of us are creating simply because we are trying to make content that others will give us money for. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was something I got out of this book, um, that, you know, as, as creatives, as, as artists, I want to use that word specifically, if you're and then, and then get, you know, I'm saying artists as a broad term, but I, I want you, I'm going to challenge everybody listening to determine what, what you are as an artist. You know, are you a painter? Are you a sculptor, a musician, a writer? You know, I want you to pick what you are and go deeper with it like that instead of just relying on the fact that you are an artist. And I want you to start thinking for a second, are you creating because you're trying to make a dollar or are you creating because it's in you to create? And in, in this book, I haven't got through the whole book yet, but our practice of creating, I'm going to use myself because this makes, I don't want to, have to keep explaining myself here, but in my daily practice of making a painting, it isn't just the fact that I want to make money on that painting. There is a point where I stop thinking about the value of the painting in my pocket and I start thinking of the value of the practice of doing the art, right. you know, making the painting because it is therapeutic. There is a point where I get in there and I go. You get in the zone. Huh? Yeah, this is hard. You know, I can't, I'm not making this. I'm not, you know, in, in the painting that's to your left. Um, yeah, you've actually done some work on it. I have. The orange was giving me fits. It's, for anybody listening, it's, it's Reese package. It's a Reese cup packaging uh, wrapper. And getting the right tone of orange was really pissing me off because I don't have enough chroma in my paint to do what I think I need to do. It's actually more red than I thought it was because I kept mixing it up going, why is this not, why is the temperature wrong? You know, and, and the, the yellow looked good. And when I added the red, it looked good. You know, we all learn in school, red and yellow, <laughs> red and yellow make orange, right? And I kept going, okay, let's try cadmium lemon. Let's try cadmium yellow pale. Let's try Hansa yellow. Let's try quinacridone red. Let's try, you know, I'm just going back and forth. I'm like, why can't I get it? And I still can't. I mean, it, it pulls it off. I think that's probably the, the general person looking, the, the average person looking at the painting is going to pick it out that that's a Reese cup package. But to me, it's not I right. It was a piece of cheese. It, <laughs> fuck you, Paul. I, I'm just <laughs> I kidding. I got to repaint I'm it all. I'm just kidding. I already knew. I already knew what it was supposed to be. So, uh, 
but it's fuck. it's the it that's the that's the best part about this painting though for me the best part is the battle right the the learning the the getting started the practice of doing not the content not the pic, I, not the picture i'm going to post on instagram not the the painting that's going to be done and hanging it on somebody's wall someday you know yeah somebody might cherish it like art Someone might look at it and go, that's a real painting. Mm-hmm. Somebody put yeah. paint on that canvas or, or panel, right? Emotion and life went into that. Yes, but it's the process that makes it worthwhile. Exactly. And that's what makes you an artist. It's the process. If you don't love the process, you are never going to succeed. You are never going to be an artist. You might as well hang it up. I'm going to implore at the end of this show here, because uh, we are at the end. Employer is kind of a big word. It is that everybody doing what they do, you know, again, painter, sculptor, writer, musician, whatever it is you're doing in all walks of art, try to figure out, really look into yourself and say, do I love this, this process or am I just trying to create content? And I think we kind of touched on this in some other episodes mm-hmm. a little bit. This is very similar. I get hung up a lot on content and art and, and what we should be doing as artists and in daily life and stuff. And this really kind of, it, it came to me, even just through this conversation today, it, it came to me more and more that this, this really needs identified. Each of us need to identify this. And you probably have a, a, a spark inside of you. You probably have a place where you say, I want to be an artist but you don't love the process. It's because you're not making the right art. You have expression in you. You just need to figure out how to get it out. You know, maybe writing is your thing. You know, if you're listening to this episode and you want to be a writer, why the fuck are you not writing? Right? Right. You are never going to be the writer you want to be if you don't start writing crap. Write a bunch of crap so that you can make something good. Right? The process is about getting better, not the end result. You're never going to have a perfect book. You're not going to be Stephen fucking King because you wrote something. You're going to be Stephen fucking King because you wrote a lot of shit. Right. That's the point I'm trying to get in this show. Stop creating content and start making art. You know, push yourself. So, like you said, if you're just doing content just to make content, it's... It's going to show. Yeah. You got to make something that, that, that comes from within you and something that, that you feel driven that you got to do. There's a, what's, there's just a driving force that just doesn't let you. I would love to quit. I mean, I got other things I'd like to do, but I got to, I have to make music. I have mm-hmm. to play music. I have to play live. It's a big component of my mental health and my state of being and, mm-hmm. and, and as it should be me and your music was not created to listen to in an earbud right yeah it's meant to play live Mm -hmm. and that's just where you that's just where i'm at and there's other things i could do with my time that would make me more money and and i other things i could throw resources to but there's something inside me that tells me that this is what i gotta do so that's what i do and if you don't, if you're not feeling that, like you say, you're, you're, you need to 
see if you're in the right, if you're doing the right medium of art. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something else for you to do or something else for you to try because waking up every day and just trying to make content for the sake of making content is, yep. is a waste of your talents. Yep. And our modern society has made you think that creating content is the way to make money. I'm not saying it isn't. Right. I'm saying that you need to figure out the balance. Like in my case, making these shows and doing the YouTube and writing the blog posts about art. Yes, that's the content. That's me draw, drawing people in to make them think because this, this is something I enjoy too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I know I cut you off a little bit, but the, no, the, the, you didn't. the book called, I know you wanted to, the book called, <laughs> the book I was referring to is called The Practice. Uh, shipping creative work. It's by Seth Godin. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. It's um, hmm. it's a good book. It really is. There's a Kindle version too. If you if you're into that, um, I think there's probably even an audio book. If I had to if I had to step out there and say that there was, I'm sure there is. Seth Godin is an incredible marketer, and he he focuses highly on creative people. And I I highly recommend Seth in all of your reading. You should have at least one of his books get started on the purple cow is another good one that he wrote. Oh, yeah. yeah it's pretty good um i like super bad that's probably my favorite seth rogan movie <laughs> everybody's going wait a minute wait a minute seth godin seth rogan oh <laughs> seth godin. i'm sorry uh i i don't know i mean i i don't want to drag us out really because i think we've gotten to the point but you don't get hung up in the comments section of life mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people out there that have just really bizarre understanding of what's going on around them i mean i could go on a real quick tangent here and i don't want to about just, just nonsense you know fake science and fake this and right. fake that and you know do your thing i guess this is my last my, my last final thought whatever or my final thought in this episode. Your last final thought. My last final like thought. It. This is the end of it all. Um, you just, you, you kind of look at things as the process. You really do. As, as a creator, as somebody who paints or draws or whatever, if, if you don't love the process, stop chasing the money because it'll never come. Yeah. You know, if, if you see your buddy over there who makes knives, right? And he's a hell of a forger, blacksmith. He can go out and he can just, he can make you anything you've ever wanted to make. And you think, man, that's pretty fucking cool. I want to do that. You know, and you're listening to this show and you think, I'm going to do that. Uh, Mike said I need to make art and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go do this. And then you get out there and you just hate it. Stop. Right. Don't do it no more. Find something else. But there's something in that guy's creative work that made you excited. So find out what that is. That's good. Find out what the process is and and do it because maybe you're not the guy that needs to be forging. Maybe you're the guy that needs to be be doing something else in that same Mm -hmm. vein of art. You know, you're you're probably onto something, but just just stop. Just stop with the waking up in the morning and checking your phone. I'm gonna basically challenge people who are listening to this right now to say if if your phone is your alarm, okay, turn it off. When you wake up, turn it off. Get out of bed. You know, start your day. Start your morning routine. Don't don't look at social media at all. 
Make it a point to not look at social media. Don't take it to the bathroom with you. Don't, don't do any of that shit. Put your phone down, actually. You know, give yourself at least two hours. Let's just start with that. Give yourself two hours of not looking at your phone for any reason whatsoever. And I would even say in that first two hours, try to, try to make something. Try to enjoy your process before you have to do something. Now, if you have a day shift job, I understand that's a little difficult. but Yeah, I ain't know. doing that. I'm looking at my phone as soon as I get up. Yeah. But just, you know, try. <laughs> try. <laughs> Paul, Paul's already done, said he ain't doing nothing. Uh, just, you know, get out there and, and, and try to do something for yourself first. If yeah. you want to make content, take a picture of the shit you're doing or post a clip of something you're doing and, and just let people know. But don't get hung up in the nonsense that everybody wants us to get hung up on. The news today is absolutely depressing. It's, yeah, it it's awful. You know, there's no reason children should have to die going to school, you know, things like that. And it's just, it's heavy, right? It is. I mean, that's a hell of a, it's a hell of a thing, man. Yeah. It's awful. You have anything you want to add? No. No, really. I think to, for once, for you once? said all there is to say. <laughs> for once, I talked too much. It was your fucking old smoky. It's fucking terrible. I don't know. This show's went on and on and on longer than I had All right, well, let's end it. Let's end it. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. What do you got? I asked you. I asked you already if you could do caricature art. Yeah. That, See, I is that one. your rapid fire? That's really your rapid fire? Mm -hmm. What would you do if you had a million dollars and cocaine and hookers? Let me stop you right here. <laughs> no, no, I gotta change it. Uh -huh. You're just you're just getting in my head way too much. All right. So a million dollars don't go very far anymore. If I had a million dollars, one million, um, I'd put it in the bank and and live <laughs> off the interest and continue to work. That's yeah. really what I. I mean, it, I'm a responsible guy. That's what I would do. All right. No, the, the, uh, let's say <laughs> if you had unlimited funds. Okay. Let's say you could pay all your bills. Right. Let's mm -hmm. see. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> Did the, the, the McCallum get to you, did it? Ask me a fuck question. I'm trying to, but you're getting into my head. It's just not working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Your boy Jesus. He's killing me. This, this whole episode is just going to hell right I, now. I got unlimited funds. I'm pouring another drink. My bills, my bills are paid. Your bills are paid, and you're on the road, and you're doing your thing. Mm -hmm. What would the perfect life be for you? in terms of not worrying about money anymore. Traveling and meeting new people, playing playing songs in other countries, just going to just just traveling. Just traveling and finding a local pub somewhere and going in with a guitar and, and being like, hey, I'm gonna play a couple songs, you mind? Sure. So what's keeping you from that? The fact that I have to I have bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so so the evil, the evil people in this world are the bill collectors, mm -hmm. the tax collectors. Render unto Caesar, as they say. Right? Mm -hmm. what are we You're doing? right. I'm going to go home and burn my house down. What, what, <laughs> you convinced me. What, what are we doing wrong today? This is rapid fire. Remember, rapid fire. What are we doing wrong today that we were doing better 20, 30, 50, 100,000 years ago? 
Well, a hundred thousand years ago. Not a hundred thousand. Hundred or a thousand, I should say. Thousand years ago. Hundred thousand years ago, we were probably just goo swimming out of the nah, we were primordial ooze. <laughs> we were hitting each other with rocks. Yeah, you think? But I think you just worried about Do you think they had school rockings? <laughs> Too soon. Wow. I'm just pissed off about that I whole know, thing. Sucks. I really am. I want to go down and slap the shit out of somebody who was standing there going, uh, You can't go in and get your child. I uh, know. Could you imagine? Could you imagine just ramming that? I mean, I would just get in the car and just drive through them and yeah. get, get to yeah. the building. I heard I heard today, and I, I'm cutting you off for a second because this is yeah. really important to say because this is really, this is actually what started this show. Mm. I was so pissed off. I was watching one of my favorite uh, people on TikTok talk, and he he actually found out that it was true, that they locked the shooter in Texas. They locked him into a room of children because they were afraid to get shot, and they waited 40 minutes for somebody else to show up. Yeah. I thought the, day? the, the local law enforcement. Okay. Um, I thought they just let him run wild in the school, but that's not the case. That's why parents were able to get their children out of other rooms is because they had this guy confined to one room. So the children in that room that he was locked in were sacrificed, so to speak, for the fact that nobody wanted to get shot. The fuck is yeah, that I about? Don't, I don't want to get shot either, but I mean, I think I at least try to stick my head in the door and try to shoot at the guy or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hate to bring the show down like that. Oh, you've I really do. You've it's, really brought us way down. We that's, were, we that's were on heavy. Like, that's the heavy part of this. I, I got into social media. It got so much into my head. I didn't want to fucking pay anymore. Here's what makes I think about this. Because so I just, was, I hate people. It was, <laughs> what was it? 19 children and two adults or 21? Yeah, it was like, like yeah, whatever. It was awful. Just absolutely But you awful. think, you think what, what could one of those kids have grown up to be? Yeah. Could they have been, been the next Einstein or... Could they have been happy? Could they have been happy? That's the bottom line. Yeah. Could that child have ever grown up happy? I woke up today. I wanted to paint, right? I wanted to get some shit done. And I started scrolling. I started reading comments. Oh, yeah. Like, are people really this fucking stupid? Yes. They are, right? And you, and you go, why, why can't we just be happy that we care about somebody else? You know, maybe if somebody cared about the gunman, he wouldn't have done what well, he did. That could, that's a, it's definitely the case when in Columbine, some of these. You yeah, know, yeah. It's always some it kid. doesn't make it right. It doesn't it's, give them it's an always excuse some, at all. It's always someone who just feels completely lost out of society, and they've just, mm -hmm. they feel like they've been shit on so many times that they can't do anything else but draw attention to themselves this way. And, you know, do we need art? Does art really solve this problem? Probably not. I don't know. I think it time, can. I think it can you know? give some people a purpose. I know it helped me through a rough childhood. So. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Who knows what I may have been capable of or, or have done if I hadn't found my love of true of different art. True. You know? Now that we've went down a, a dark place, I want to bring everybody up a little bit. Let's let's say that I win the lottery. Right? Like unlimited funds. And I've already got a number for that because I know what it is. Right. For me, it's not really unlimited. It's it's a number that says it's the fuck you number. 
And I looked at you and I said, hey, Paul, if I give you, uh, I don't know, $100,000 a year to take a show on the road, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And I've thought about this a lot. I'm, think, I'm thinking, okay, what, what role would I give you in, in, in the studio, right? Would you be the general manager? Would you be the studio manager? Would you be the just, you know. I'm the, the talent. We the, already the, know that. So. Right, right. You are. You are. Don't don't ever oh, second guess that. I don't. Because without you, I cannot do this show. Nobody wants to hear Mike ramble on and on and on while he's you keep drunk me here, in his little room. You keep me here to call you out <laughs> when you say something bullshit. Right, right. What is your number? I want to know. I want to know what your true number is for me to say. Am I getting 401k too? Oh, that's a question. It wouldn't be a 401k. It would be probably a, an IRA. Okay, well, that's fine. I would give you enough money extra to cover an IRA. That way you'd already pay taxes on it and you'd, it'd be your money. Oh, okay. I would, I would come up with a number. I think. I, I What's think a good number? A hundred. Yeah, I think you had me at a hundred. <laughs> you had me at a hundred. <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd probably do it for 85, but a hundred, yeah. How much, how much travel would you be willing to do for this? Because, um, like, I mean, for a hundred? No, 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 no. It's like you can add more money if you need to, okay. but it's like I would want to travel a lot. Oh, I, yeah. I would want to go all over the world, meet new people, drink all kinds of interesting things. You know what I really want to do? Be gone at least six I months out this. of the year. You know what Let's I really go. want to do? I want to sit down with a Mongolian in his hut in Mongolia and drink whatever the fuck they drink, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's like questionable. <laughs> Just to talk about their art. I love it. Let's do I would love that. I think we should be gone six months out of the year. That sounds Probably. good. Yeah. Let's do it. What's the number? A hundred. Just a hundred thousand yeah, a year. Let's, uh, yeah, I can do that. I'd have some sort of retirement plan for you. That way, if anything ever happened to me, you'd still be good. Yeah, I'll quit my job now. Hold on. I'm texting my boss right now and telling him to go get fucked. <laughs> but you are the boss. <laughs> no, I'm clearly not. Clearly. All right. I don't know. All right. Well, this has been great. Uh, it's been remember. an inter interesting show. Just get off fucking social media and make shit, right? And then let everybody know what you've made on social media. <laughs> and don't get hung up on the comments. Watch the news. And, you know, stay away from the news. Well, you just said watch the news. Well, I meant, like, watch, like, be careful of it. Oh, watch okay. it because it's... Watch the news. Don't watch the news. Right. Yeah, watch it, but be careful of it. Watch um, what you're watch what you're ingesting. Love somebody, squeeze them, give them yeah. a hug, tell them you love, love them. Love a misfit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if 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 your son right now is listening to questionable music in his bedroom, and you're worried that he dresses funny and looks bad, support that. Let him know it's okay to be different, and buy that fucker a guitar because he's probably going to be. The next Nikki Six. He's going to be the next Stu Ham. He's going to be the next Stu Ham. Nice. Yeah. Um, Run Stu out, my boy. Let me think of somebody else here. What? Uh, Johnny Rocket. <laughs> Trent Reznor. Yes, Trent Reznor. Uh, he might even be the next Jackson Pollock. You know, and I'm okay with that. Or he could be the next Sid Vicious, and yeah, OD. But you know, another you know. another Rembrandt. Right. We we all as artists we're tormented. I know that we we are. We have we're tormented souls. We yes, hit just, your kids. You know, 
because good oh art. Oh my God! Good art does not Don't come. Don't go there. Good art does not Jesus come from coddling your kids. This whole show is going totally wrong, and it's it <laughs> honestly has gone longer than I wanted it to. I, I sat down, literally, I sat down today, going, "We're going to do a 35, 40 minute show," and it's my timer says one minute ten seconds. All right. Well. God. Let's go. I got places to be anyway, so fuck it. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else? No, I think we've said everything there is. I think we have. It's going to be hard for me to paint today because I've drank more than I should have. Because I'm actually enjoying the conversation. Well, that'd be your. It should be how. It'd be a study on how different alcohol affects your art. (laughs) No, no, it's not. You need to get this cheese finished. Yeah, don't touch it. It's wet. Uh, Like, huh? (laughs) She said. All right. So listen, listen uh, to us on this, different stuff yeah, that yeah. you listen to podcasts on, yeah. and tell your friends yeah. and uh, share us on your uh, socials and that we else. told you to stop watching. Yeah, Mike wants you off of them, but yeah. when you are on them, send us the email. Tell us you love us. Share us. Share the podcast. Yeah. Tell your friends about it. We're needy people. And as always, <laughs> may your drinks be tasty and your muse be thirsty. Thank you. See ya. Oh my fucking god. It's the scotch.